0: New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. Hey everyone, welcome to my new podcast. You are now on the hook with Abner Modest. What is going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of On the Hook with Abner Modest. And also, not just Abner Modest, today we got a special guest and um, a dear friend of mine. Really good friend, uh, mi hermano, my brother, I call him, um, been knowing him for many years. Uh, he's been part of my life, part of my career. I want to introduce you guys to Luis Garcia, who is, who was and is my conditioning coach and has been for a little bit past over 10 years. Um, Luis Garcia, who also trained Amir Khan. He trained the likes of Andre Berto, Andre Ward, um, the best conditioning coach Uh, hands down that I could say that that I have met I have gone through a few but Luis Garcia one of the best he knows his game so without further ado uh, Luis Garcia in the house what's going on
1: Yo, Hey everybody what's up man with that with that kind of introduction man what else can I say (laughs) man I I guess I guess now I'm speechless man now I'm blushing at this point so (laughs) thanks thanks a lot man it's a pleasure to be here with you and
0: and listen I'm bragging because there's there's bunch of conditioning coaches bro and especially now during this time they just came out of nowhere bro like they think they know it all uh just because they read a book you know they know like oh i know the ins and outs. No, a strength conditioning coach yes there's many and there's good ones but a strength strength conditioning coach for a boxer mm-hmm, not that many um and i can say that you are one of the best if not the best bro Because uh, you were a boxer yourself, you trained yourself, you've been in the ring, Uh, you know the sport, Um, just the connection, the communication that you have with the coach during you training me, um, that's key. So tell us a little bit about the mistakes, you know, just brag about yourself. Tell us, you know, what, what mistakes a lot of these conditioning coaches make.
1: Well, I, I, I think I think you know you you touched on something that's really difficult as a conditioning coach, and you know, you, and even for someone like me that's been in the sport for so many years and knowing boxing so well from from a, from an athlete level and also from a conditioning coach level, and also as a boxing coach because that's something I've all, you, know, you know I can also do. but yeah. I just always left it to the coach, and sometimes mm-hmm. you infringe on some of those conversations with with the coach, and, and sometimes they don't like it. You know, <laughs> sometimes it's something True. that. That, like, you know, I've I've like stay in your lane, right? Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) stay in your lane. So, for most conditioning coaches, stay in your lane. For me, it's a good story, but (laughs) I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, I think all that is part of it. And you know, it's funny, you know, I was talking to a friend of ours, you know, and, and 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 our dentist, you know, and okay. we had we had a good heart. Shout him, heart him out! Shout him out!
0: You shout him uh, out! Doctor Amir. <laughs> Doctor you know, Wahab, man. Yeah. Look at this <laughs> smile, man! <laughs> this is a million dollars but...
1: smile. I know, two million dollars <laughs> <I mean, it's, laughs>
0: That's
1: two. That's, that's two million dollars. <laughs> Doctor Amir uh, Wahab, man, yeah. yeah but but, he, but he's a good dude, and and you know he we had a really honest conversation talking about like hey man like. Because he he's a, he's a popular dentist and he's made a name for himself, especially here in, in, in Beverly Hills. And and talking about just applied applied science, you know, it's like we pick up you, just, you, you touch on something when you pick up a book, and, mm. and and you read some stuff, and 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 then how how do you apply it? And it's just like, hey, when you went to school, uh, you know, how much of that stuff did you actually apply? He's like, you know, right. what 10, 15%. percent? I'm like, man, I think I, I think maybe twenty on my on, on the high end for me, and mm-hmm. only because I love because I love my books. He's like, man. Sometimes I, I learn more from YouTube, you know, and, it, and it's funny, you know, because that, that's the new generation. That's, that's true, that, and that's really, yeah, yeah. It actually is, you know. It's like you have access to so much, so many other, so much other information, and and just because the information is in front of you on YouTube, it's just how you dissect it and how you understand. And we do the bad information, and and we do the good information, you know. So so there's 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 a lot of that. But 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 going back to like you know just you know the, the trajectory of someone becoming a conditioning coach and and, and, and a lot of people think, you know, some of these, some of these fighters do have great physiques, you know, you know, and other fighters don't have great physiques and it doesn't mean they're not in shape, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, like, Cesar, Julio Cesar Chavez was not known for having Mikey Garcia, physique. Mikey Garcia doesn't have a, a great physique, you know, and, you know, not, not Leo not, Santa not it Cruz. It. I mean, Leo a Santa lot of these guys, I mean his well, last you know, Last yeah, he was ripped, you know, and, and he, but he, but he's on the thinner side and stuff, and yeah. and, and you, and you may not think much of it, you know. But sometimes these these fitness conditioning coaches <clears> they call themselves, um, they come from the fitness industry, mm-hmm. and they may have you know some good certifications, you know, and they're great certifications. Yeah. I've taken them and I've retaken them, um, but it, it, a lot of times like that physique doesn't always transfer to performance. And mm-hmm. and and that's the one that's one thing you have to understand. So it's like, what are you looking for? You're looking for this physique or you're looking for this performance. You know, and it's and it's funny I had that conversation with Robert Garcia, because I was on the other side of this fight where he was talking about um De La Hoya versus Vargas. And he was talking about mm-hmm. how, how you know, well, we obviously know the outcome of the fight. And we you know, know and we how know Vargas, he was how big yoked, he was, yeah. yeah. How big he was, and you know, we know the 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 whole like performance enhancement, the PDs, you know, mm-hmm. that came out after the fight. Um, but the 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 one funny thing that he said about this camp is that is that Vargas was so intent on looking good that Mm. he stopped focusing on the fight, you know, it stopped focusing on his performance and it and it showed he looked tight, he looked, you know, he he looked like he couldn't get his punches off, he looked like I mean so many things were happening, but his physique looked great, you know. (laughs) You know, so a lot of times that physique doesn't always transfer to performance, you know. It's just like, hey, you're looking for one thing or another thing, you know. It's like, and sometimes most of most of our work, and you know it. Most of our work sometimes is not working out and and recovering in between in between exactly,
0: the thank you know? you, bro. That's that, and, that, What percentage you do you think uh, recovery is, bro? Because a lot of people think that you know, um, they skip that. You know, a lot of people just want to be in the gym, gym, gym. You know, sometimes you overtrain yourself, but recovery is key, man. And I and I learned okay. that with you.
1: Yeah, so so that's so that's like the really really key thing. There, there's there's such thing as overtraining. And then there's also such, such thing as this under, under recovery, you know, like, I mm-hmm. mean, like you're not recovering enough. You're not doing the, the prehab. You're not doing all that recovery work that needs to happen And it. And, and right. it could be something it could be something as simple as, as, hey, like extracurricular activities, you know, like where you're, you're doing other things in between trainings that you're not resting it's just like man like your body just went through a car wreck every time every time mm-hmm. you got in the ring and sparred your body you went through a fucking car wreck I'm sorry excuse my language
0: no my um,
1: but you went through a car wreck so you need to go home and, and give your body that rest or even just a training yeah. You know, your body doesn't know that it's not training anymore. Sometimes you're still mentally sometimes in training mode. So you need that neurological rest that allows your body to rest and recover. So even something as simple as that. And then, so if you have outside drama. If you have this, you have hmm. that. Like there's a lot of things that, that really go you know, that, that are intertwined with that. And it's funny because, because I'm going to, I'm going to mention something that I think is really big. And I hope all these young fighters listen to me on it. Talking about neurological rest is social media. I think Mm. it's the Achilles heel I think it's the Achilles heel and when people ask me what's different about the fighters of before to the fighters of today and I think you're in the last portion I think you're in in the in the last section of that generation that didn't grow up with social media as much as the latter Mm -hmm. part of your career maybe the championship run of your career yeah towards the end yeah I ain't gonna lie man that was too much on social media it was it was it was social media, you know, like and that yeah. and you know I remember because I remember like I mean after the fight that's behind me, you know, like yeah. you know fight, that's kind of when social media started really blowing up. Mm-hmm. And 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 you were already a champion by the time you got on, and, and so now it's like I think there's a couple of different things. I think a lot of a lot of fighters, you know, get into their heads because of social media, you know, and don't really, you know, they lose a lot of time on it, they don't get that neurological rest. They spend a lot of time worrying about what people say, you know, people's approval on social media, or they 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 make a name for themselves on social media, and they're not necessarily ready, and so then they get like you know, so then they look at all these things, and I think that social media is really a big acute yeah. feel to to this mental thing. It's imagine like back in the day, like when as I remember being in camps of, of Big Bear. And you didn't have anything to do but sit there and no. talk boxing
0: or watch exactly. boxing, watch boxing In other words, VHS, it's training. Right? It's training for a fighter, bro. Like, you know, something like you, I get what you're saying, but different times, different, yeah, just different generations, bro. Because, I mean, and I'm going to put him as an example. If Ryan Garcia was not the sensational YouTube, the, the YouTube sensation, would people be talking about him? No.
1: Yeah. I mean, so let's, much. let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not so I much. Mean, he, I mean, he,
0: he became famous because of the social media, you know, because yeah. of the little slurry that he does on, on YouTube, on Instagram, it's his yes. uh, uh, But, but you are right. Like, you know, different times, different generations, you know, now, now people not, are not so much, Well, I'm not saying everybody, Um, but mo- a lot of these fighters are not so much concentrating in their training or, uh, you know, the, the, the recovery um, part, as we were talking about, uh, exactly. You know, they're more they're more on, on like, all right, well, I'm done training oh, and now I got to do this video. Now I got to, you know, I got to go see this celebrity. Now I got to, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm doing this YouTube, you know, like or, so many things but, or, or, but even listen, they,
1: or even or even they share too much. They share too much yeah. and they give away a lot of who they are and they give away their mental weaknesses, you know, mm. and, and there's mm. and you, oh, OK, and you I see where you're that, going. See that, okay. I see that all the time. I'm like, Look, I know what this kid's thinking, you know. As, it, as as someone that's been around the sport, you know, I know what he's feeling and know what he's thinking. I can see it, like, I can see that weakness in his eyes. Oh, and then, okay. and then you know, the other fighter got him, you know, like he looked for that one little thing, you know. And so, I think Damn, that Mr. that's another thing. Not, you know?
0: not just hey, let me tell you guys, Luis Garcia is not just a conditioning coach, he is a great masseuse, man. He gives the best massages, man. I didn't mean, you know that <laughs> he like, he'll give me a good massage, remember um uh, aside from that he is a good cook uh aside from that he great singer he plays the guitar yo my man's the full package and uh just don't tell him to put you in the bathtub man because i had a bad experience (laughs) (laughs) we always joke about this man um one time uh for recovery we wanted to do the the what do you call it the bathtub um ice the ice bath. uh, you know the ice ice bath you know recovery and I told yeah. Louis like, "Yo, bro, like, I, I can't deal with cold. Like, that's one thing, bro. My hands are always cold. Like, I can't deal with cold, cold, yeah, bro." Yeah. Um, it's like, "No, you'll be good, bro. It's part, you know, it's part of it. You know, uh, for the swelling of your body, blah, blah, blah." Like, all right, cool. I get it's it. No right. lie, how many, how many ice uh, bags did you dump in that? It in was only tub, like bro? two, man. It was, was uh, like man, two. Oh no, man. I don't know.
1: The water was like maybe. 52 degrees, you know. Like yeah, long story cold, short, guys. Cold, you
0: know, last, 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 long 30 story 30 short, degrees, I was dying, man. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> I, Louis, 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 I can't, you can't, like. I got that my ass out of there, man. Like he had to get blankets, like man. He, he it was crazy, man. But um, again, one of the best <laughs> trainers out there, Luis, got to see him. Um, and and Luis, um, one thing that that you know, Luis Garcia sticks sticks out the most from the, the rest of the conditioning coaches is we know what I talked about early on is that, you know, you practice the, the, the sport, you, yeah. um, you know, the sport, bro, like you are one of the few, not too many got a good eye as a, as a, as a trainer, not just a, a, a physical trainer, but as a, a tr- boxing trainer, bro, you're like a good boxing trainer. You could see things like you mentioned about a certain fighter and you see things like you could put up, you could set up a, a fighting plan, for a fighter prior to a fight, because yeah. you study these fighters, man. You know, you study, yeah. you do your homework. You know, like if, if I'm yeah. gonna fight someone that is, um, use the ring, well, well, guess what, Abner? We're gonna work a lot on your legs, we're conditioning, because you gotta pressure this guy. Like you, he just, he studies the fighter. He just doesn't get you like we talked about it, physically. Cause anyone, yeah. honestly, anyone can do that. Like, yo, do 100 pushups, do 100 sit up, boom, get you yolk, yeah. protein, uh, like get you physically ready. But yeah. not only that, you got to get me physically, mentally, and I mean, you know, just everything ready, man. And Luis, Luis is all of that. Talk to Luis about about, um, you know, just having that that vision as, as a conditioning coach. You know, seeing seeing things. Well, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, yeah, we got
1: to train specifically towards the fight. You know, hey, what 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 are what are the demands for, of the game plan, and what does your fighter have like naturally, and what are the mm-hmm. things we need to add to that? You know, and. And I, think, and I think a lot of that is, is studying video, because as much mm. as I study the other fighter and, and yeah. talk to the boxing coach, you know, I, I, I look at your, <clears throat> at your fights, too, you know, as a fighter right. and say, hey, man, like, like, biomechanically, like, these are some of the things that, that are missing. So these are some of the things that he needs to work on. This is this is what we mm. need to do. And that's also important as well. So that gives me a lot of insight as to how we need to train for that fight, you know? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, man, you need to, you need, basically, like you said, you need to do your homework, you know? And, yes. and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of condition coaches don't. It's just about like, Hey, making sure that guy looks good on, 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 on the scale so that they can get their kudos. Oh my God, he looks amazing. I mean, yeah. you know, talking about recent fights, I mean, this past weekend, um, yeah, Cal Brooks, I mean, got yeah, Cal Brooks. He said he's in the best shape of his life. And yeah, but mm-hmm. you couldn't take, you know, his chin wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, you can sure. train the chin too. But you know, if you don't have it, you, you know. don't have it. And especially yeah, if you you're going it. against one of the one of the best, if not, you know, second and best next to Canelo, pound for pound, Terence Crawford. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, Luis, exactly. you know, um, you you know the the conditioning, you know the nutrition. Um, you know, tell the the audience, the people listening. Tell them a good diet right now. You know, during this quarantine, we we all gained that 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 quarantine weight, man. That COVID weight, as we call it. We <laughs> so, all did. We all did. Man, no it. lie. Listen, you know, yeah. stuck in the, at the house, just thinking about stress, bro. Because at the end of the day, people are stressed. People don't know what's happening. People like you know, something with stress comes. You know, a lot of eating. So you know, good diet. Um, you know, simple diet or simple training, uh, techniques or, or you know that that they could do at home. What do you recommend? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the diet is just—I mean,
1: knowledge is power, you know. And so, understanding that—that that, you know, at the end of the day, it's the calorie game, you know. And so, mm-hmm. if you—if—if if, if you eat a certain amount of calories, you know, you got to burn a certain amount of calories. You got—you got to put in the work. Um, so that's really kind of what—what what it is. So, I mean, that one's just like a pretty much a black and white thing. So, I mean, so just focus on learning that. I mean, just knowledge mm-hmm. is power behind that, and, and it's just like know, like how many calories in a banana. You know, it's like, you know, 107 calories, you know, know what, mm-hmm. what it, what it contains. And, and, and I mean, now, I mean, a lot of people have the time to do it. So it's like, I mean, it, it it's like, what do you, it, your body, it, I mean, people don't take the time to like learn these things mm. and, and and it, and it, and it downfounds me because that's it's your body that's the only oh, that's right. the one thing that i mean you you know what you're putting in your car like you know you're putting this much octane in it or, mm-hmm. or whatnot this this gas is not going to be good for your car or your car needs oil it needs this kind of oil but you're not willing to learn that for your body it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. so i think i think at the end of the day just kind of look at calories and, and 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 understand that you know like understand what what those triggers are you know for me it's saying sometimes i get anxiety because i'm home or or, you know, and that's my trigger to eat or, or whatnot. But the, on the flip side, you know, the exercise portion of it, you know, how many calories you putting in, how many, how much are you, is your body outputting, you know? And for us, you know, going back to a little bit about, about boxing, it's, it's, you know, and I, I know I told you this, you know, we don't diet and work out, we eat and train, you know, and it's mm-hmm. different for an athlete. You know, you have to eat towards your goals. You know, you have this performance you mm-hmm. need to do and you need this many calories to obtain that kind of performance, you know, and, sure. and, 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 you know, and so, you know, it's obviously not for some fighters that, you know, get overweight you know, between camps, but for us, that wasn't, that was never an issue. And I thank you for that. Um, but I think as, as, as individuals, you know, that are not athletes, sometimes we get so in the mindset of saying, Hey, we need to go to the gym and that's the mm-hmm. only place we can get a workout. I mean, but no, a lot of us have, you know, can, can take walks. I mean, can, can go for running on the street, can, can do lunges across our living rooms, across mm-hmm. our driveways, or across everything else, you know, do, you know, plan metrics. You know, there's a lot of great workouts on, on YouTube, you know, and, and obviously start with the basic stuff. I mean, sometimes, you know, like, you know, you're, you've been sitting on the couch for a while. So start by stretching, start by taking a walk every morning, start, you know, and, and, and don't knock yourself for, Hey, it's not this, this level of workout. Cause I, it's happened to me where you know you know we talked a little bit about, about my training and It's just like man I, yeah. I i'm used to lifting i'm used to boxing i'm used to i'm used to doing all these different things you know every day yeah and now i haven't been able to do that and it's just like the minute that i start to try to do it it's just like man that workout was terrible and you know i get down on myself about it but you know you have to understand that these are different times and you know they, they call for you know different measures and, and, and we, we got to be and we got to be understanding you know and it's and and be understanding of ourselves, and not be hard on ourselves, especially about stuff like that. So just doing something. And a lot of times, you know, and I've said this even even to clients where where they told me, "Well, I got I got I got to be home. I can't always make it to the gym." I'm like, "Well, you don't have to. Like you, I want you to come to the gym. You know, when I when I was early early in my training days, you know, when I mm-hmm. was training, I was training at a trainer at the gym, and I'm like, "Well, you can come to the gym twice a week, right? Yeah, okay. You know, on the weekends, do you have a lawn? How many cars do you have? Well, I got a yeah, I do have a lawn, and I do have three cars. Well, why don't you?" mow your lawn and wash your three cars and maybe just some push-ups in between you know each car
0: and that's yeah. it that's your workout
1: for the day you know and yeah, you're you you killing itself, you know? calories
0: while doing that yeah
1: yeah exactly. exactly so so fire gardener wash your cars <laughs> and, you know, and you know play with play with your kids play with, I, mean, I got a three-year-old yeah. oh, play with man. him for a few hours that would time me out too yes, you know so so I think a lot of the times, you know, we 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 look at workouts as being just like very linear and saying, "Hey, I got to do a bench press and that's my workout, or mm-hmm. I got to do this this workout at the gym." But, but no, man, like like I think fitness is just about moving. Like shadow box. you talk you know, how many times did I not say Abner shadow box, fifteen rounds, fifteen you know, rounds, and, yeah. and, and and that'll be your workout, you know. And yeah. how many times did I did I not shadow box fifteen rounds and that was my yeah.
0: workout,
1: you know, and, and or twenty even, you know, you're not you're, you're not taking any. Any impact, you know, it's it's it's, it's low on impact, it, it's it's great for your body, you're moving your legs. I mean, I mean it's it's geared towards something and, and it's and it's mm-hmm. intense. I mean you shadow box for 15 rounds, trust me, A, you're gonna be tired and B, you're gonna be sweating and it's a lot of calories
0: too. Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely a cardio cardio way of um, you know training shadow boxing and then, hey, on, on the flip side. Uh, yeah. Uh, you won that fight, you know. Whoever you are punching on the in the air. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Guess what? He took a beating. <laughs> I, know he, I know. He always took a beating, man. I, I, I never <laughs> lost. I never lost one shot of boxing fight, huh? <laughs> bro. <laughs> and if you did, man, you just hang him up, man.
1: Hey, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about that, or 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 any fighting out fights either. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man. Luis Garcia. Hey, Luis, man. Um, tell people, how, how did Luis Garcia get into, you know, being a conditioning coach and into boxing? Um,
1: well, early on, I, I obviously I went to school. I, was, I have a master's degree in sports and kinesiology for all my USC people out there. What's up? That 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 was my my start. But I think at that time, I didn't know anything. You know, I, I think, right. I, you know, it's like I, I you know, when I talked about earlier. Hey, going to school and stuff. I think my 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 saving grace was you no know, meeting some fighters early on. You know, like Ponce de Leon, which you ended up knocking out. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Valero, you
0: the know, great Edwin you know. Valero. Yeah, 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 that put him in your resume. Uh, Ed, yeah, exactly. You got to say I trained Edwin Valero. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, of
1: course. Yeah, exactly. And and then and then obviously getting to you know lucky and spending a little bit of time in camp with Oscar. And seeing, you know, kind of some of the things that he trained and learning from Robert Garcia, which is not no relationship to the boxing coach. Right. Um, you know, Mike Anchano, having... did you,
0: did she train Mike Anchano?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you want to, you want
0: to take, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you want to add one that, <laughs> add that one to your leg because he would always come in heavy, bro.
1: <laughs> no, nah, I, I actually, actually, all the fights that him and I worked, we, <laughs> we, we didn't, we didn't come in heavy. We made weight. I think the first fight that yeah. he did without me is with when he lost against Layena Barrios. And he got knocked out. One fight after winning the WBO championship, or WBA, which, which mm. I don't remember the one of the two. But that was actually oh, my when, first he, when my, he lost that against that was, like,
0: Nevada, yeah. yeah, that was actually
1: that was him, w- <laughs> him winning his his first title was actually the first world championship. You know that I that I won. You know, and was I was experience. I w- must have been 21, 22 at the time, and I was still finishing mm. my my master's degree. So that was kind of something cool. And not until like years later, you know, I think that I really figured it out. You know, maybe in my mid twenties. you know even after after my master's degree that i i understood what i had to do in the sport you know in terms of like Mm -hmm. getting someone in shape for a fight and everything and all the intricacies of it you know and and mainly like i think early on and understood the recovery aspect of it and and that was that was huge you know talking about like fighters that even Mm -hmm. and it's funny like he just even at a level that he was you know looking at looking at, you know, Andre Ward, I think he he was the most complete, you know, guy that trained and, and recovered like you wouldn't believe, mm-hmm. you know, and that guy put in the work, you know, not only in the gym, but I was witnessing that. But, yes, sir. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but at home too, man, that guy, that guy, I mean, I think, I think most of the time you had a, you know,
0: zero distractions,
1: you know, zero distractions. You know, you had to pull the reins on him and say, Hey man, like you've done enough, man. You just gotta, you gotta go home and no, yeah. no, I gotta do a little bit more. And I'm like, no man, you've done enough. You know, like yeah. you don't need to keep doing this. You know, it's like, it's not going to get you yeah. any better. You know, you've actually kind of hurting yourself. And, it, and I think it showed up in the first Cold of the fight when you didn't have the legs, the legs under him. Cause he had had injuries. And a
0: lot of those are just overtraining injuries, you know, mm-hmm. and not that he under recovered, that guy just overtrained. And he overtrained. Yeah, right I want to say um, you know something that I remember right now that I want to I want to share this little story. And you remember this? We used to train with Virgil Hunter. You know, we trained yeah, with Virgil exactly. Hunter for one fight. And yes. at the time, it was you know, obviously Andre Ward. Andre Ward would you know that's his number one trainer. Um, um, and Andre Berto were there. But the thing that's stuck in my head is that you know we all had different times of training. Obviously, respecting our right. our times. Right. And, and and moment. But Andre War will get there around the same time we would mm-hmm. and shadow box. I would finish my workout and he would still be shadow boxing. Yep. Like that guy, like and, <clears throat> in his zone, like it's like he would not talk to anyone. He would just be in the ring, shadow boxing, shadow. I'll be like, I'll still be working out. I'd be done with my workout. I'm like, hey, all right, bye, guys. I would still be mm-hmm. shadow boxing, man. So I mean, yeah, I was I was uh, definitely um i witness oh, t- to to this man's um
1: you you you, you hit you hit a, you hit one of the like most beautiful points that I think that a lot of fighters are missing and I and and it's that's that's one you know when I worked with Ward one of the things I took away from him was mm-hmm. him that shadow boxing and, and I, he would he would he would tell me hey we'd get him I'd get him ready, wrap his hands and, and he'd go in there and start shadow boxing and and he'd just be like tell me when it's 15 minutes like okay 15 minutes okay help me change my shirt and then he'd go another 15 and tell me 15 minutes after this and then and then and this would be like an hour-long thing you know shadow boxing hmm. non-stop and it wasn't really most of it really wasn't fast 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 it was maybe 75 mm-hmm. speed but you could just you can just feel him thinking and it didn't yes. matter who was in the room i don't care if it was Marshawn lynch Kampernick was in the room sometimes like you you name it like guys would come there to see him if HBO was there, it didn't matter who was in the room. That guy was dialed in and you couldn't break his focus for anything in the world. And, and a lot of times that's, that's huge because, you know, you're learning, he's learning, he's, he's walking it through, he's walking it through, mm-hmm. he's visualizing. Visual, I mean, he's definitely visualizing. visualizing
0: the fighter in front of him, <laughs> yeah, and that you could tell.
1: Exactly. And you couldn't break him. And so sometimes fighters tend to lose focus, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. sparring, you know, whether it's in the fight, you know, it's just like, there's so much going on. There's so much emotion behind all these things. And sometimes you gotta train for that, you know? And sometimes Mm -hmm. guys don't train for that, you know? They don't train themselves mentally. It's just like, no matter what's going on around here, this is what I gotta do, you know? And and you can just see him visualizing within that focus. So once again, you know, even even, going back to, you know, even very people at home, it's just like Mm -hmm. that shadow boxing is something that if you wanna be a good fighter, like you gotta shadow box a lot. So if you wanna, you know, so if you wanna even take that away and have that fighter body or that fighter mentality, you know. Get in your garage. Get in your empty room. Move your furniture around. Move your feet a little bit. You know, and that's and, it. And, just and, by and, moving and,
0: the furniture, that's that's a workout. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Move the furniture. Move the furniture. Clean underneath the couch. Too much. But she Oh my God. But
1: you know, shadow boxing is huge. Shadow boxing is huge. You know, so for people, you know, in general, and 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 I, I actually I kept me in shape for many years, and yeah. you know, for 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 boxers, you know, all your young fighters. Can can you do that for 30 minutes and with, mm-hmm. without distraction, no matter
0: who's who's in the gym, you know? Right. And that's
1: that's a, that's a huge one, man. It's a huge one. Yeah,
0: I mean, one thing I want to say is that one thing that's stuck but always, stu- is going to be stuck, and remember f- uh, from you, obviously, you getting me always ready for all my fights. I can't, I can't remember what fight I got tired, and I, I, I didn't get tired in any other fights. I would always be in top shape. And anyone can, you know, anyone go sees my fights. And they always tell me, like, bro, you were always in good shape. And you know, I owe it to this man. Luis Garcia. And aside mm-hmm. from that, um, he never, despite him knowing a lot about boxing, he never tried to step on anyone's toes, you know. Talking about the coach, like, no, he he would go in there when he needed to, and he would ask me, like, "Hey, Abner." So communication is, is key, obviously, and that's why he would always have a great coming communication with the coach, like, "Hey, Abner, could I could I say something?" He will ask the coach, "Hey, coach, could I tell Abner something?" Like, because we had that connection already, you know. Um. Hey, Abner. You know, use that jab a little bit more, man. You got a good jab. Hey, Abner. You know, when you go in there, and you know, I remember this. When you throw your body shots, you know, make sure you pivot those body body shots. But at the same time, like uh, clinch your legs. Like you know, um,
1: bend your knees. Bend, those bend, knees. bend your knees.
0: Bend those knees, and you're screaming. Bend those knees. Exactly. And, you know, take, walk take, the take ring. The... I remember yeah. walk the ring. Like, not too many conditioning coaches can step in and say that. Yeah, exactly. And if they you know. do, like you, like mm-hmm. bro, like I'm, I'm, I'm not, bro, I'm not, I'm not uh, kissing your ass I'm like yo but these are just I'm talking about experience that I live man I've been four time world champion three division and this man has been in all of, all of them he he's, you, he's, he's the he's the reason and um I just want to say Luis thank you thank you I I've always said that you know I wanted I started basically my career with you and I want to end it a lot of people have been asking me if I'm going to be coming back uh Abramadis is coming back next year um and I hope that you know Luis yeah, can good. can be part of that <laughs> that journey of my uh, comeback fight. And basically, you know, hopefully my, my one, if not my, my first two more fights or my last fight, but um, Luis, thank good. you for, for your time. Thank you for right, thank you, you know the knowledge. Thank you for, for you know, being a, a, a great a, a ambassador for the sport, a great guy. You've done good for yourself, bro. I'm really proud. Uh, people make sure you guys follow my friend, my conditioning coach, Luis Garcia at where's give me your social media?
1: Luis exactly. Garcia 33. Pretty simple, man. And thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the kind words, I mean, You know, <clears throat> I know, I know we've always had love for each other and a lot of mutual respect, you know, professionally for each other and also as friends and yeah. pretty much family. So I, I, I thank you for all that stuff. And you know but yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's been a true pleasure working thank with you, you and, 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 you know, and be part of your team and being part of all this stuff, man. And another one key
0: that I taught that I, I learned from him and guys, young guys, old guys, whatever, listen, key in boxing. And also life, your stress, breathe, breathe, Abner. He would tell me, and this shoe, man, I would, you know, you get caught up in a moment of, you know, of, um, um exchanging punches, you know, your heart rate goes up, your, your, your intensity goes up. You're out of that Abner, breathe. Control your breathing. You know, yeah. chew yeah. like, you would tell yeah, me that, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, you know, you I remember breathe. that. So key in conditioning and in training is knowing how to breathe. And yeah, no, it's it's huge. And that's that's one of the things that people don't understand. You know, you go in there and yeah. you, and you, you go, you get in these
1: exchanges and 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 it's it's forwards and backwards, and, and 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 sometimes they last 15, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and you know, your 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 heart rate elevates. Mm-hmm. and you know are you breathing in between and you hold your breath sometimes a lot of fighters tend to hold their breath because yeah. they're throwing those fights those punches or just let all their breath out and they're, they're just gasping for air and it's like and, and no it's like you got to be able to find your, your spaces even within the mm-hmm. exchanges to A breathe and then when you get done with that exchange find your place to breathe you know whether it's walking the ring and, and having your distance or just sometimes you got to hold on to the other fighter. you know and, and you got to and you got to break that time you know and spend your time mm-hmm. like think about Floyd he doesn't fight three minutes of every round. Nope. Like he, didn't, he didn't do that. He throws three, mm. four good combinations around and he walks mm. the entire ring and and what does he do? He just controls the pace of the fight. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and he sure. does it. Because he's, he's older now and he, and he can't, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, you know? So it's it, it, it's a beautiful thing to watch. So when, once you Since get tonight, to that level, and
0: I can sit here and talk to you all day and tell, you know, so many things that I learned with you, man. And I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Luis Garcia. Thank you for being on the hook with Abner Thank you for your time. Everybody listening. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for listening to On The Hook with Abner And remember, tell all your friends about the new podcast and to subscribe from wherever they are listening from so they won't miss this or any of the episodes. Follow me on all platforms at Abner Until next time.
1: This is Brandon Kelly. The host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Gold. Messi
0: takes everybody off. Messi has got it.
1: From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars.
0: It should be two nil, and it's what a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe.
1: Golden Goal,
0: soccer stars, and the moments that made them on Blue Wire.